Looking to take your success to the next level? Want advice and tips for personal development? You're in the right place. Welcome to Not The Average Joe Show with your host, Joseph Fleck. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today to the second episode of Not 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 The Average Joe Show. Well, isn't that boring? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the very second episode of Not The Average Joe Show. My name is Joe Sefleck. And from the bottom of my, my heart, I want to thank you guys, whether you're a coworker of mine, a friend, or a fan. I've gotten a lot of words of encouragement this week. Uh, the last week has been phenomenal for me. It's been a lot of fun. Um, a lot of words of encouragement, those texts, those emails, those messages, uh, people I see uh, in face-to-face just giving me those words of encouragement and telling me to keep doing what I'm doing. I really appreciate it. Uh, at the same time, it's been really funny. I had a good friend of mine uh, text me and was like, "Hey, you do you. You're doing great. Keep it up. Uh, you know, you're you're gonna improve over time." And I know that. Um, you know, and things are great. Don't listen to the haters, people who are gonna make fun of you for doing this. And that made me kind of chuckle because I'm like, "Well, it's funny because nobody's been giving me crap for it yet, yet." Um, and then that actually is going to transition into episode three next Monday. The title will be Haters. Um, Because the fact that I've had only words of encouragement, don't get me wrong, I love it and I greatly appreciate it. But at the same time, if I don't have haters, I'm losing. Does that make sense? So um, that's how I look at it. Uh, if I don't have haters, I'm not doing very well. Um, not that I want to be, you know, the biggest asshole on the internet. Uh, that's not the key, but um, you know you're succeeding when people are bashing you because normally you're going to have a 100,000 times more encouragement than you have of the haters talking shit. Uh, but anyways, we'll get into that in the next week's episode. But from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for those words of encouragement this week. Really greatly appreciate it. You guys have no idea. It is uh, giving me the motivation I need to keep going. Uh, Not that I need it because I'm going to be doing this for a very long time. I just invested in an iPad Pro. So uh, next week, I'm going to record my podcast and some videos and stuff and... um, yeah, do it all on my iPad because my laptop is slow and piece of junk. Uh, so very excited about that. But anyways, guys, uh, again, greatly appreciate it. Uh, I, it's funny too. I've had some coworkers of mine and some friends who actually want to be on my podcast. And I am so down for that because I know how boring it is for you guys to listen to me week after week. Um, I want to change it up a little bit. I want to get, you know, some Q&As going. Um, some um, some guest speakers because um, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Uh, I hope I'm entertaining to listen to. That's the goal. I don't want you guys to get bored of my podcast uh, because if you are, please, please, please message me, email me, text me, and tell me how I can improve. So for all of you guys that are listening, do this for me. You know how y'all texted me, emailed me, messaged me, and you know, give me those words of encouragement. This week, I am asking for you to give me constructive criticism because I can take it. 
my coworkers and my boss especially know that be brutal with me tell me how i can improve um in the corporate world they call it uh room for improvement uh better known as this is what you're doing wrong and you need to fix it (laughs) you know i'm brutal i um I've been a manager uh, in a retail location before, and I played the game, the uh, encouraging words where this is what you're good at first, but this is what you can, or your room for improvement, as they call it, because you need to be so political, politically correct in this day and age to not hurt everybody's feelings. For me, I don't give a shit. Come up to me and be like, look, that podcast sucked here's what you should have done differently. And I will take it and run with it. Uh, Honestly, I don't care. I'm brutal like that. I will take it. I will not hate you for it. I will only love you more. So please uh, give it to me straight. I want some words of encouragement as well. That always helps, you know. But um, I want some constructive criticism so I can get better at this. That's how you're going to learn and get better at anything in life, right? So that being said, it is time to talk about today's topic, the law of 120. Right after this. Not the Average Joe Show with Joseph Flack. We'll be right back. Not the Average Joe Show brought to you by the comedy magic of Wayne Gantz, magician, actor, and TV host. You've been Magist, Comedy and Magic Show, on tour now. Visit WayneGunst.com for details. Back to the show. Not the Average Joe Show with Joseph Flack. Alright guys, so today's topic, the Law of 120. If you haven't heard this before, I'm taking this straight out of Eric Thomas's playbook. So E.T., I appreciate you brother. Thank you for giving us this knowledge. Let's break this down. I'm a realist, right? So I know, and you should too, Giving 120% is impossible, right? Technically speaking, 100% is possible, but you can't do better than that, right? The thing about 120 is it's a mindset, right? It's a, it's a game. It's a mindset, okay? So same like uh, never giving up. You know, if you've got the mindset of never giving up, you're going to give up eventually. You know, you're going to die trying, uh, but... It's a mindset. You just got to go for it. So the law of 120, you've heard this before. It's either 110%, like give 110%, or give 120. You've seen the motivational t-shirts, 120%. Um, Let's break that down as to what it means. Now, for those of you listening, you're probably smart enough to figure this out. You probably know what this is. You've heard it before. Most people have, whether you're into the entrepreneurial motivational bullshit or not. Uh, it is what it is. So let's break this down. <clears throat> if I have the mindset of 120%, let's say I'm going to take, uh, take an exam. I have a great example of this. A couple years ago, I did an exam I had to take for a job. And I trained my brain to do 120%, right? I was going to ace that. Confidence was high. I gave 120%. When I took the test... I got a 96. I promise you, on everything I believe in, if I had trained my brain to say, I want to get a 96%, 
and I'm confident in that, I probably would have gotten a 70. Does that make sense? You're always going to do... Well, I can't say this because that's probably wrong. But in my opinion and how I am, I know everybody's different, but for me, if I have a realistic goal, I might hit it. But chances are likely that I'm not going to hit it. I'll fall short. If I say I'm going to get an A plus on a on an exam paper, I might get a B. If I say what what's higher than A plus A plus <laughs> plus, there's no alphabet uh, alphabetical letter that's uh, higher than A. But you get the point. Uh, with the mindset of 120, you've got to give it, and hopefully you'll hit 100 percent. Study sweat, blood, tears. Frustrating part for me growing up uh, when I was going to community college and even high school too, I was taking these exams and I promise you, and I'm, I'm a firm believer of this, you can point a gun to my head and I will tell you the same thing. I studied more than anybody in my math class. And you get these stupid little assholes who, uh, you know, are extremely smart. They don't have to study. There's two types of people in school, right? We all know that. There's the guy or the girl, usually a girl, who doesn't have to study at all, right? They play video games, they drink, they party. They take the exam and they ace it. Then there's somebody like me, who's up all night, every single night, studying my ass off just to get a C plus. Right? So... (laughs) There's two types of people in the world. Ones that uh, are very lucky. I'm going to say that word, luck. It's an entrepreneurial's worst word to use, lucky. Um, There's people that are lucky that they grew up uh, and shit was given to them. For example, I was thinking about this the other day. Will Smith's kid. Love Will Smith. Mad respect for him. His kid, Jaden is, uh, you know, a rapper and a little actor too, right? Do you think if he was born into any other family that he would, that people would know his name? 99% of me says no. That's called luck, right? And if he's the type of person, I I don't think he is. I have respect for him. If he's the type of kid who says it's not luck and that he worked hard for where he is, uh, I call bullshit because there's other people like myself who are starting from the ground zero to wait, make my way to where I want to be people like that it takes like Will Smith for example <laughs> it takes 120% effort to get there right zero luck my boy Gary Vaynerchuk big fan of his watch him every single day I'm heavily influenced by him if you don't know who he is shut my podcast down right now and google him he will change your life he's changed mine but Gary uh, said the same thing he's like look with being a a, uh, immigrant he came from Russian Federation uh, being an immigrant he had 
an advantage over somebody like myself who grew up in a middle class home, very privileged growing up and, you know, no setbacks, no, you know, BS about how I grew up on the streets with nothing. But people like Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, some other people, Eric Thomas, for example, who was homeless, flunked out of high school. um, He, these guys started from worse than zero, right? Eminem, let's look at him. Everybody knows Eminem's story, right? And it's crazy that uh, how hard they worked, but it was deep, deep motivation and the deep mindset of 120. They knew how hard they would have to work to get to where they wanted to be, and they did it. Unfortunately, I'm going to be the first person to admit on my very own podcast that I don't have that mentality. It is, I'm not going to say I don't have it. I do have it. It's just harder for me to train my brain to have the 120% mentality because I've been so privileged in my life. Does that make sense? So it's tough because you can't look back in the past and be like, man, I never want to go back there again. Don't get me wrong. I have those moments and I'm extremely motivated for my future. But it's it comes from a place of you have to find your why. And that's a whole nother topic, right? All of these things that I'm going to talk about in my podcast for the next several weeks are all combined into a single brain. And they all have different like avenues, and so that's what we'll work on. But the law of 120 is a mindset, and coming, remembering where you came from is a huge part of that. Gary Vaynerchuk was an immigrant that came to America with nothing. Let's take my uh, my CEO, Mr. Elon Musk, born in South Africa, very uh, low-class family. I've read his biography. He immigrated to Canada and then California, where he created PayPal, sold it for $180 million, spent every single dime of that $180 million, invested it into two other companies, and now he's worth over $20 billion less than 10 years later. And I firmly believe that it's because he was an immigrant. He came from nothing. He knew where he came from. And people who this is another topic that I can go off on a tangent about Americans like myself who are super privileged and are extremely entitled have no idea how lucky we fucking are in this country for you whiny ass little bitches who bitch and complain about our government about politics and all this shit That's okay. I mean, that's what's great about America. You can do that. I just hope you're self-aware that we have it good. We have it great. Much better than other countries. So people like Elon, like Gary Vaynerchuk, they came from places where they know and have full appreciation for America They see the opportunity that so many Americans don't see because we were born into it. 
we saw it from the beginning. It's not special to us. That's why I'm a big fan of going... If you are wanting to get motivated by that, go visit a third world country. Go to any other country. See how people live. Visit their culture. Live a day in their shoes, and I guarantee you, you'll come back with a changed mindset and motivated big time. Huge believer of that. I really, really, really want to go to like Africa or, um, you know, some, some places in the Middle East that don't have it near as good as we have it here in the States and, um, and see how privileged we are and the not just that but the opportunity is huge opportunity is ridiculous so with the law of 120 you got to find out why you got to find out how how to get that mindset how to train your brain to work 120 percent for my coworkers that are listening i'll be the first to admit i'm definitely not giving 120 percent at work uh, why? Because that's not a priority to me. Not a priority. You got to find your priority. That's a whole another topic that we can go into. I I do give a hundred and twenty percent, but on a certain focus. Because you cannot give a hundred and twenty percent on five different avenues. Because then it's not 120%. It's 120% divided by 5. Find one thing you want to do and you want to get and go all in and kill it. Good coworker of mine that I work with. I see this firsthand. I know you're listening right now. I'm not going to say your name. But I look up to you so much because every day you come into work, you are so pumped up. You are so motivated and excited to share with the rest of the team these new updates, these new things that are happening in relation to your job. I see 120% of this guy. And it's awesome to watch. I love it. He doesn't even need to be listening to me right now. <laughs> so, um, if I could, if I could give you any advice for those of you who are listening... If there's something you really want to do in this life, because you only get one, you only get one life, and your chances of being born in this life, the odds of you being born are, uh, what is it, um, something like 400 trillion, one in 400 trillion. So the odds of you being born is literally 0% zero not only that but we live in the greatest country in the goddamn world whether you believe that or not that's not a fact that's an opinion i get it the opportunity is phenomenal if you reach into your pocket right now you're gonna feel a device you know what i'm talking about and on that device there's a billion dollars there's billions of dollars in your pocket right now it's in the shape of a cell phone and you could put words on text you can 
you can it, it's phenomenal to think that if you were blindfolded and you made all the right touches on your iPhone you could be a millionaire a billionaire I know it's not that easy but it's possible the same odds are possible of you being born 400 trillion Can you fathom that? The odds of you being born are 400 trillion? That's just an article I just read, but I know it's in the trillions. I don't think people fully realize what amazing gift they've been given. And you have one of them. And the time is ticking, my friend. Find out what you want to do in this life. And kill it crush it 120% sleep wake up and grind I'm doing that right now with this with this podcast with my Instagram with my YouTube channel with my Facebook and it's a lot of fun you know and I'll be the first to admit to you that uh, you know the last few months slash years I've been trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life because I wasn't sure. I've got a great idea. I'm not going to tell you all the secrets, but it's it's happening. And I'm a lot farther along than most people are because people only talk about their dreams, but they don't do shit about it. So do shit about it. <laughs> Your chances of being born in this world are literally 0%. You have the better odds of winning the lottery something like 45 times in your lifetime, something crazy like that, than being born. Now that you're born, and if you're listening to me, you might be like in your 20s like I am. I know I need to be patient, and I know I'm still young, and I'm enjoying that while I can, but at the same time, why not start now? Just fucking do it. <laughs> That's another uh, episode segment I will do is uh, just fucking do it. I'm so sick and tired of people, and I'm not bashing them personally. I'm just bashing their mindset. People come up to me and they're like, oh, I really want to do this. I had a guy, he's probably in his 70s, came up to me on the street, and he said... Yeah, I have this great idea that I want to pitch to so-and-so company to make their product better. And I've been working on it for like 10 years. It's a great idea. He's like, cool. How far have you come? He didn't have much to say. I'm like, okay, so you've been, you've had this idea in your head. And you really want to do it, it sounds like. You're in your 70s. And it's been a thought for the last 10 years? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, it's funny. A lot of people bash me. Um, a lot of my haters throughout the years. They've made fun of me because I've had a lot of different businesses. A lot of different uh, ventures that I've done. I've a lot, right? And they've all failed or I've moved on or 
decided it wasn't for me, but I'm going to be giving myself a little self-pride here because I'm proud of myself for one thing. Out of all those failed ventures I had, all those ideas that I tried and failed or moved on or just it just stopped, I did something more than you because I fucking started. I started and that's more than most people do and when you start my my mentality as I've gotten older and more mature I've I've uh <laughs> I've started to realize okay if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go in 120% both feet grind if I'm gonna invest in something my time and money I'm going to make sure it's worth it. Sure, there's always that chance of failure. I get it. I can't tell you how much blood, sweat, and tears I have worked on a project and had it fail, but I don't regret it at all. I was working on this website a year or two ago. Day and night, 12 hours a day for a good week. Two weeks. And just I hit a roadblock and I never kept it up and it failed but I'm proud of myself because I I tried and I started most people don't do that so the point of this whole podcast is this find your why find your motivation find one thing you want to do not five things I have a a mentor of mine who's like oh you know I want to do all of these things right um I have all these ideas and I want to do them all right now. And I go, whoa, 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 let's take a step back. Instead of giving 40% to uh, five different projects, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, (laughs) you need to choose one, maybe two, and do 120%. Because I used to do that. I used to have like five different projects going on and giving a little effort at all of them and it will fail almost every time unless you're unhuman like Elon Musk you can't do five things 120% so find one thing find your why stay motivated and go all in 120% figure out I encourage you to study there's a lot of articles online, Google, uh, 120% motivation, YouTube channels. Figure it out. I don't have all the answers. I don't claim to have all the answers. If you think I do, then you're not listening. But this is what I've done to figure this shit out. So give 120% or give nothing at all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Not The Average Joe Show with your host, Joseph Fleck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit NotTheAverageJoeShow.com and Facebook.com slash NotTheAverageJoeShow. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Not The Average Joe Show.